Yes, welcome back to the first episode of How Did I Get Here for 2023. We've had a bit of a break, but we're back. We've got a pretty interesting guest today, and we're going to be asking him and a few of his mates where he came from. We're going to be focusing on the band South Summit today. Now, I don't have five mics, so representing South Summit here today is South Summit bassist Josh Trindle. Josh, good day to you. Hey, good day. How are we? Thanks for coming down. Let's no get straight into it. You know, South Summit, indie band, Triple J's, one of the one to watch, uh, nominated for Unearthed Artist of the Year. You know, you've been featured on Spotify editorial, 1.2 million online streams. I think I could go on, but I'll give it to you now. So who are South Summit for someone that might not have heard of you and how would you describe your style? Uh, South Summit's a five-piece local band from Perth. Mm-hmm. Um, just good mates, just having fun, good time. Um <laughs> Music, rock, indie, reggae. Yeah. Got a bit of bit of flavors from all all genres. So it's kind of just this big mongrel sound, I guess. We do a lot of different stuff and play around with different sounds. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so when did for you when did music first enter your life? I was fifteen when I started yeah. playing bass. Yeah. I did yeah bass and guitar. So started came down to Guildford Grammar and started. Doing music in year nine, so most people go down the the guitar route. Yeah, uh, I'm, I, I do play a little bit of bass myself, so I can relate. What what why bass? My old boy was a bass player. Ah, so righto. Yeah. I already had the basses there. <laughs> so yeah, kind of just jumped into it, and my cousins play guitar, so I was like, oh, if I play bass, you know, we can have a jam and stuff. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I love it. So for you at school, you mentioned you were Guildford Grammar there. Guildford, yeah. Uh, d- what? What role did music play in your education, your student life? Um, at the start, it was footy. It was sport, footy? there for sport, yeah. um, all sport. And then I kind of decided why not at Guildford. And they've got a really good uh, music program going on. So mm. I was like, let's have a crack. And then towards the later years of school, it was a really big part of my education and the whole boarding, living away from home and stuff like that. So very grateful for opportunities that Guildford gave me so you mentioned uh your old man was a bass player as well um I, I imagine he's gonna fit into this question but musical influences and heroes growing up yeah dad um I love a bit of everything yeah but I love my chili peppers <laughs> reggae love a bit of reggae but you know everyone in the band's got a bit of flavor of something like everyone's different everyone's got the influences which help writing music as a fire piece because everyone's got something new to bring to the table. Yeah, right. Or like, you know, everyone's got a different ear for it, so... These yeah. days, you know, as you're writing music now, who, who's your influences maybe that are in the industry right now? <sighs> Can't go past Ocean Alley. Yeah, of course. We just caught up with those guys at Falls, so that was pretty nice, sick. Yeah. Finally meeting those guys. Um, DMAs, Dope Lemon. Mm-hmm. There's a few big Aussie bands, obviously Perth, like Spacey Jane, The Wicked... Um, and we we work with Dave as well, so we're very grateful to have Dave Parkin. Yeah, who runs Blackbird Studios. So, yeah. So for you and your and your bandmates, when does music kind of start to look like a real career or a real you know opportunity for you? We're definitely in that tran- transition stage now, where it's like yeah. there's a lot of people jumping on board, and there's a we're building a big team now, and there's a few things that are going to be being announced soon, but a few big right, steps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's coming coming into place now, but it's definitely in the transitioning. It's all happening right now. Yeah. So, 
So let's talk about the band a bit. So yeah. South Summit, how does it form? Where does it come from? Um, so me and Nathan, as I mentioned, I went to Guildford Grammar. Yeah. Nathan also went to Guildford. Um, Nathan's two years younger than me, but he always played in like the jazz bands and all that. Okay. So he could play. He was playing with Year 12s when he was Year 8, so he knew what he was doing. Um, <laughs> I got asked to form a band to play a gig, and I just asked Nathan if he'd be keen to jump on. And I was like, oh, yeah, we'll play some Ocean Alley covers and stuff. And, and he didn't even know who Ocean Alley was. So <laughs> that was pretty funny. But, yeah, we kind of started there, and then we obviously became good mates and from that. Um, and then I met Finn at university at WAPA, and then I met Isaiah and Nemo through mutual friends at a house party. During like when COVID parties were allowed, allowed for people. Yeah, right. I think <laughs> me and my good mate, um, actually, because the boys are from Newman, my good mate from school is from Newman as well. And then we met there and then we just had a few drinks and had a jam and I was like, you got to join my band. So I <laughs> had to uh, harass him for three months, but he finally joined. So, and then yeah, it's kind of just snowballed into this called South Summit. So. What about the name? How, how does that come about? <sighs> Nathan actually just come up with it and <laughs> we were actually struggling, hey, like <laughs> the first few songs we got down but like the name was like, because it's, it's stuck with you forever so I was like, we can't stuff it up, we've got to have something good but yeah, I'm pretty stoked with how it all, because I wasn't too keen on it when we first did it but it's definitely grown on me. So, But yeah, no special story, it was just a name we had. Just, just came up out of nowhere. Yeah, a bit yeah. boring but. <laughs> it's good So you mentioned there you kind of formed in 2020-ish You know, yeah. a heat of the pandemic how, how does COVID kind of impact and change your, your early direction as a band? Yeah, well it kind of, you know, stopped the whole stopped the whole world really mm. But I guess in Perth being isolated we've got, We were very lucky we didn't have much lockdown So it gave us a bit of time where everyone around Australia Or around the world were kind of locked in so we had an advantage of practising a lot and doing that and also not having bigger bands come from international or interstate. Yeah. Mean more people keen to watch local bands. <laughs> so kind of worked out for us as in, you know, people keen to get out and go do something, especially through that time, you know. We're pretty like, we'd take any opportunity to go out and do something. So definitely helped us, I think. Speaking of that, you know, first gig as South Summit, yeah. Where was it? You know, tell me the story. It was actually my best mate's twentieth. Oh, really? Yeah. So he had a he had a big backyard in Como, and this we were just starting. And I was like, oh, he, we, I think he actually asked me if we'd be keen to jump on, and we're mm. like, oh, we'll see. We've only got like we had about forty minutes set, but it was just all covers. So. Yeah. Oh no, we actually did a few. I think it was fifty fifty. But it was really good. We got seven noise complaints before seven o'clock as well. So <laughs> I wouldn't recommend playing loud music in Como. But it was pretty sick. I was never forget it. So were you, were you nervous going up for that first gig? Or you, I, I wasn't too before, bad. Yeah. yeah, me and Nathan did because we were before I would, the other boys joined. There was a covers band, so we did a few gigs doing that. So I wasn't too bad. But I think Nemo and Zayo were a bit, <laughs> or Nemo Finn and Zayo. I guess we were all a bit nervous. But yeah. Especially being my mate's house and stuff. I knew everyone there, so I was like, oh, just have fun. Is there, is there a lesson that you learned after that one? Did you did you change anything at all, or you just thought, this is working, let's keep going? I think it was pretty pretty smooth. Pretty tight, everything yeah. worked. Yeah. Obviously, more practice is key when you're starting off, but yeah. <laughs> we didn't have any big mistakes or nothing crazy happened. So, mm. happy days. 
that's a few years ago. You, you've done a lot more since then. Um, we'll go into some of those big big gigs you've done soon. But do you have a favourite one? So far, I mean, any festivals we could. Yeah. Um, but Falls Festival was pretty yeah. sick. We got uh, we didn't get stitched up, but we got put on the small smaller stage <laughs> on the second day, first up. So it was a bit rough with the crowd, mm. but we're very lucky for all the loyal people that come and watch us. Because <laughs> as soon as we jumped off, there was no one at the stage. So, <laughs> but definitely for it was just the atmosphere and the environment, you know, just it was really wicked. How does that work? The, do you, do you just get a call from someone? They go, do you want to do you want to play at Falls or what well, was that like? That was actually that one we got asked by Triple J. Yeah. We won a unearth thing. I'm not too sure what it was, but they gave us a call up, so we got the unearth spot. So mm-hmm. very lucky. Yeah. yeah is that is that like a metric for success, you know, getting invited to a big or playing at a big festival like that? Definitely for, for an artist, yeah. And like saying that you pl- you know, played falls is a pretty big thing. Mm. Like it'd be one of the biggest bigger festivals in Australia, so it's been on the bucket list <laughs> and now we can tick it. So tick it off, yeah. Yeah, hopefully again soon. We'd love to do it again. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So, like looking back over these first few years as a band, is there a moment early on, or you know, throughout where it kind of all clicked in? You think, okay, this is working. Like this is going to be a good thing. I think w- when we started working with Dave, um, the whole recording process was different, and obviously we were doing gigs and everything was gradual and. Mm. Slowly building, but once we did, we did River Days and Runaway, and then once we recorded that, we were, like, really stoked with the whole recording process and kind of, like, all right, we can do this, you know? Mm. So, um, and then as soon as we dropped River Days, we got a booking agent, and then from there on, it was... Just gone up. Just yeah. The gigs were much better, and we were playing around Australia and stuff, so... New EP Creatures is out now. Um, I've had a listen today. It's, it's pretty good, but like, uh, no, it's not pretty good. It's very good. Sorry, <laughs> I should say. No, it's very good. Uh, um, what, what's for you guys? What's your production process? What's the writing process like? Yeah, so it kind of works t- in two ways. Yeah. Um, a lot of the songs I start in my bedroom with demos. Mm-hmm. Um, me and I used to live together, so we would come up with a track and then you know say we'll jump on it, we'd workshop it, then show the band. Mm. Um, so that's one way we do it, and then the other one, yeah, it's just everyone's in the band room, or Nemo might bring a guitar part, and we all jump on and do our thing. So how how long does that take, like for a you know start to end for one song? That's just the beauty of music. Hey? It can be one day, and yeah. we can be like, that's hot. Like let's just record it. We've done that before, and then there's songs that you know you can work on. There's still songs we've been jamming for you know year, year and a half, but we kind of left it mm. but yeah i can yeah there's no rules you just gotta <laughs> go with it if it works it works we normally you know if it feels good that's the main thing and then that's kind of when we know when it's ready and yeah mm. it's always evolving like even when we go to the studio our pro- producer dave has a massive like input and effect on everything so yeah yeah so creatures is out now you know um was that a different process making this new EP or, you know, what was that like for From this the big project, yeah? Yeah, for the first EP, we kind of had all the songs done. I did those songs. Um, yeah. And it was kind of like three days in the studio to reco- uh, record five songs, which is pretty hectic. Yeah, um, it sounds pretty hectic. Three days. So I was like, yeah, uh, drums, bass and rhythm 
was just live all at once and mm. then it was kind of just smash out as fast as you can where the new EP we spent a lot of time on it and tweaked everything and made sure everything was right which is you can hear it I think anyway in the sound and how the production sounds wicked so mm. it's just like yeah focusing and really getting everything perfect yeah, you know, I, I re-listened to it this morning just before you came in um, and some of the lyrics, you know, they're so resonant. What For the writing process, you said, you know, you, you're all part of it, but, you know, where do those ideas come from? And, you know, is that is there any bio, biography to it or is it... Oh, who knows with Zaya? He does, <laughs> he does all the lyrics. Um, yeah, he's definitely he's put a lot of work into this EP. I'm mm. really happy with how he's, how he's done and when he tells me the stories behind... Know the like the songs and stuff. He's put a lot of thought, and you know, um, yeah. But I'm not too sure what the process was for him. Anyway, mm. with that, yeah. So, yeah. Do you have a favorite track off the new EP? <sighs> it's hard, hey. Yeah. This is, yeah. I like a few, but probably say "Runaway" is probably my favorite. Runaway. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> something I was looking at. You know what you guys do online and stuff. I think it's fair to say these days social media is pretty much part of everything. Uh, music's yep. no exception. But you've been pretty successful on that front. You know, I think it's well, 100K followers on Instagram, 50K-ish on TikTok. What do you attribute that success online to? Um, just, we'll just you got to be active. Mm-hmm. And Nathan works hard. He's the, the project manager for <laughs> the uh, Instagram account. But he's he's done a lot of research and had a few people that have helped us and yeah it's kind of just getting the right content and posting when you're supposed to post there's not a massive thing behind it but you've definitely got to take advantage of it and use it as that platform because social media is huge these days so yeah exactly like social media is such a big thing for bands these days it's pretty much your, your main promotional channel mm. you know what what can it do for you but also what's the risks of it like is there you know, music's changed so much in the past twenty odd years. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's any like negatives to it, mm. but it's just it's a great yeah way to let everyone know what's going on, and you can definitely hype stuff up and you know surprise people that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's just everyone's got Instagram, so it's just like yeah, you don't want to be texting all your mates being like, "There's a gig on this weekend." <laughs> it's like, check the bloody Instagram account, you know. You still get paid for that. Like, do you have a gig on or when's your next gig? Just like, just check, check the Instagram. But <laughs> so, yeah, no, nah, it's good. And Nathan, yeah, Nathan's running and doing a wicked job. So, nice him. Uh, so kind of looking to the future a bit, what would, what would success look like for you guys? Is there one goal in mind or? I think just to get, you know, bigger gigs, like mm. as in like festival slots and stuff. But that's kind of like trust the process. Yeah. Like you've got to start somewhere. We're very grateful already to be playing the festivals we've done and doing. So, but I mean, a, a goal for this year I think would be um, flying to New Zealand. So it's in the it's in the works, but Righto. still got to lock it all in. But that's New Zealanders keep an eye out for that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is there like music's often you know it's collaborative art really? Is there anyone you would want to collab with in the future? I mean, any of those bands that us that inspire us, yeah. but. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, Ocean Alley. But I mean, I love Dope Lemon, so I would love to get him on a track. But that's like that'd be my dream. Yeah, yeah, right. Angus so Stone, Angus Stone. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, you know, looking back at the process, 
creating band, you know, um, coming to where you are today. Is there is there anything you might change along the way? Any anything you realise should have done that differently? Probably just the first recording, but there's nothing you want to change because mm. you learn. You learn from your mistakes, or wouldn't even say mistakes. You're always learning and growing, especially in this industry. It's so wishy washy. Like anything, you could release one song and just go huge, or like you know what I mean. Like mm. anything can happen. So I wouldn't say there's anything I'd you know take back. Is there, everything's just learning and getting better. Is there like an important lesson that sticks out in your mind for you? Practice. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was for everyone in the band or a few people. I imagine it's probably, <laughs> it's probably different now, but like, how much were you needing to practice like early days? As a band, we used to just jam for hours. Yeah. I think getting tight as a band, there's no there's no secret to it. It's mm. the hours you put in and practice. And yeah. Something we ask everyone here on the show, um, you know, a bit of a hypothetical, your 15-year-old self sitting right in front of you there, what advice are you giving him? Yeah, practice. Practice. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hey, just, yeah, well, I would say practice. You can always practice more, but just enjoy it and have fun and mm. just appreciate the steps, you know. But, if yeah, if I could go back and say just ride the wave, you know, just because I'm always looking for the next thing now, but got to soak it in sometimes and just remember how far you've come, so... Lot of, a lot of young kids out there that I think could use uh, some advice like that. Would you have any yeah. advice, you know, specifically for young musos who want to break into the scene? Practice as a band, but um, just start off with the Wednesday, Thursday night gigs and just, yeah. especially Indie Bar was a big one for us, the Thursday night. Bar, yeah. um, open mic night, we used to do that a few few times. Mm. We've done a few times, sorry, but um, just getting in front of people, playing, just playing in front of your mates, like, just get used to playing in front of people and just, you know, be confident. Yeah. Uh, all right, final, final one for you, you know. Yeah. Here's your chance. Where, where can we find you? Where can we see you play? And where, where can we listen to your music? Find us on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> um, all the socials will just be under South Summit Band. Yeah. Um, Spotify's just South Summit. Um, I actually don't know the next Perth gig. <laughs> Fair enough. We yeah. just did Gage Roads. so yeah. that was a big one but I think we're going to slow down but we've got a headline show I'm not going to say what for in March mm-hmm. so we'll leak we'll give you guys some more information we'll soon yeah, we'll so hear about that All might right. get in trouble if I say anything <laughs> so we'll be careful. we won't tell, no. won't tell don't worry alright that does it for how did I get here today look us up student underscore edge on Instagram student edge on tiktok search us up student edge or how did i get here on youtube and head to studentedge.org for all our articles podcast deals competition career tips education advice and much much more josh thank you so much for joining me today Cheers. Cheers.